Yo, I am Alex Garfin. I am here with Elias in the man cave. We have plenty of bad cave-related humor coming up, talking about how moist it is in here. Uh, you know, I don't want to trip over any stalagmites. You know, all that kind of stuff. And also Superman and Lois. So uh, keep watching. It's going to be great. And let's do this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. You're A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Alex, uh, welcome to the cave. Glad to be in the cave. <laughs> Exciting times for you, my friend. Oh, oh yeah, uh, it, absolutely. And it, it's it's moist down here. That's what they normally don't tell you, to be honest. <laughs> in your cave, it's moist. In, in my personal cave right now, it's yeah. quite moist. For all those at home that can listen to me say moist. <laughs> the- <laughs> so yeah, man, it's like you've you've been on a great ride so far, man. How, how you know, like I can't wait to be dive into that you know you you know like i mentioned you played jordan on cw superman and lois like before we even dive into that i wanted to like how like i like to ask my guests like how did you get here today what was your journey what made you decide to get into acting well i've been acting since um i was really really young uh since i was around i think two or three years old uh, i started doing little commercials here and there uh but i have to say when i really really fell in love with it was uh was between my freshman and sophomore year of high school. I go to LaGuardia High School. I still do online now, COVID era. Uh, and, you know, LaGuardia provided me the environment. Uh, my past provided me with the means. And then uh, certain events, uh, This just a realization about how much I actually like it and how much I really can love it for the art of it and really as an expression. That was the, that was the spark. So all the fuel was already there. And I had an entire year after that where I booked every audition I went on. And oh, this awesome. was the end of that uh, before COVID hit. And then, and then we're in the cave. And now we're in the cave. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, um, <laughs> so like when you said you, you got into acting, like what were some of like your favorite like movies that you fell in love with or actors or actresses? I think, well, my personal favorite movie, just by how it's made and my connection to it, is The Graduate. It's from a long time ago, though. Yeah, I've seen uh, that. So not many people have heard. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It is mind-blowing what they do. I mean, because, you know, you are going so far back in time that in order to roll a camera, it was so much money. Every shot had to be meticulously planned. Every action every movement of dustin hoffman's face but must have been rehearsed so many times it was so sharp it was so uh critical of the world but also it, it provided space for this beauty to come in and, and to make room for love it's really just an incredible movie also one of the cooler things i noticed is that when he's going on the path the right path that society wants him to he's going in the way we read from left to right on the screen and then when he's going the way that he wants to go, it's he's going from right to left, which I thought was really cool. When I noticed that, I was like, oh, so. How many times have you seen that movie? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but so, yeah. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So yeah, let's talk about, let's get right into it with the Superman and Lois. Like uh, t- how did you get, go for that role? Like what was the, uh, the procedures for that? Uh, I auditioned in December of 2019 and I, I went in for Jonathan Kent. Uh, who oh, wow. Time I think was called Matthew. It was, and Jonathan Kent is a football star. And uh, you know, the, whole first thing was just him talking to the coach saying, well, coach, you know, the seniors should really take the, the job on the team. I'm just a freshman. And I, you know, I, I, I I'm an actor. I am, I'm 150 pounds and 17. So I'm obviously not a football player. And, uh, you know, I'm just a scrawny kid. And I put down the script midway through doing it. And I said, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, this isn't me. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to waste my time. Oh, wow. uh, and she goes, uh, well, you know, I actually have another script. Come to the back. And I went to the back with her and uh, she gave me one for Ethan. And Ethan was Jordan. Uh, they put fake names there to make sure that people don't find out what's going on before we want them to. Uh, she said, come back tonight or tomorrow. I actually had a date. So I came back the next day, uh, <laughs> you know, Important for things first, I suppose, whatever. And uh, going in the next day, it was the scene. Uh, there were two scenes. The first one was one scene that I've never connected with more in my life, which was talking to the principal of a school saying the teacher was an idiot. And, you know, I, the connotation of me, at least, was just, I can't do anything, but these kids are not getting the stuff they need. And I know that. Right. And I connected with that so heavily, just, you know, creating a stink in order to try to do the right thing. And it ends up not even being the right thing sometimes. Um, and the second one was the scene where uh, we we're going for the router. And what I did in the room is that there was a chair with armrests. I hop onto the chair and I start surfing on the oh. chair, two <laughs> legs at a time. I'm going, woo! I'm going, oh, I'm going to get the router. She's like dumbfounded. Like, she's like, what is this kid doing in my room? And it's going to cause a lawsuit. Uh, But then, you know, I ended up here. So, Uh, um, did you have any idea that you were auditioning for this show or when you you read the script? Yeah. uh, Well, I knew it was Superman, something Superman related. Uh, I didn't know anything else when I first went in. I did know more when I went out to screen test in LA, uh, meet all the producers, uh, the showrunner, um, and also my competition, who is this other kid uh, named Charlie, who is just phenomenal and awesome. And we're still really good friends to this day. Uh, We made it, we were friends outside the room, inside the room. There was never a sense or air of, it's one of us. It's one of us between either one of us. We both had yeah. confidence in each other. Oh. How, uh, how long was the process until you got the phone call that you booked the role? <laughs> that one was funny because I came right out of the last screen test. I had an inclination. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I got a couple conversations in with some of the producers and whomever and it seemed like things were really going well, but they did say two weeks. And so I got in the car, uh, they got us a car back to the hotel and they, I left the car for the hotel. I got a phone call from my agent 
I dropped my phone and I just started running around the streets of LA. I'm on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it was just pure moment of glee. It was probably the happiest moment of my entire life. Just running around Los Angeles, people looking at me like, okay, you know, you know, got another one. <laughs> I mean, I would have been running around too. Guy. I would have been running around too if I got the if I knew I was going to play the son of like in my opinion the greatest probably superhero of all time. It was just an unbelievable. The weight of it all was just unbelievable, and weight in a good way. Weight in a way that makes you stronger. Uh, one that makes you sweat. You know, it's 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 really just beautiful that I get to contribute to a canon of ninety years. Also, the most incredible and like important figure in like Americana as well. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it is really just it, right. it's the greatest hero of all time. I get to play his son. That's pretty awesome. Even if I do have to yell at him every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I was like, I'm not, I like superhero movies and TV shows, but I'm not really a big comic book fan. So I try to do some research on your role and it's, I don't think your character exists in the comics. Is that true? There is a striking resemblance uh, between me and the, the, the depictions of uh, Jonathan Kent in the comics, okay. but that is Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan is a different name. It's a different character. And the Jonathan in our show is very different from the Jonathan in the comics. And Jordan is kind of just this new character. The great thing about Crisis on Infinite Earths is that it cleaned the slate so that we could tell the story in which we wanted to tell. Because Superman and Lois had their one kid before crisis, but there was a story that we thought would be the best at telling, and we wanted to say, tell the best story possible. And I think that's what we're trying to do here. So, so much has changed. We have me, who's a new character. We have Jonathan being a very different person. And, you know, the, Martha in the very beginning dies. That I think is very representative of the show, is that, you know, Martha Kent who was a very prime figure in every Superman depiction, she passes away in the first episode. This is something new. This is something post-canon. This is something that we really just wanted to make awesome. That's what's great about this show, the way they did things. It's like, it's like a whole new spin to the Superman world. It, it's awesome. Like the whole it's, thing is like... You can't even it, describe it. it. No, I, I'm trying my best here because it's an interview, but <laughs> I mean, it is genuinely just incredible what the team here has managed to do. I also think Tyler is just stunning, both Superman and Clark Kent. I mean, I've never seen someone take up that role, I think, just so naturally besides maybe Christopher Reeve. Actually, my next question was... Uh... After you booked the role, like, did you go back to try to watch like the old Supermans, the newer ones, Smallville? Like, how did you like kind of do like a little research to decide how you want to play this character? You know, um, before I booked the role, I actually watched most of Supergirl in somehow under a week uh, to try to research the tone, research X, Y and Z. And then I went there and it was very, very, very clear just from the first stepping into the door mm. that we were trying to set a completely different tone than the rest of the Arrowverse. Um, and that, you know, that, that was of no use to at least watch 
some of the Arrowverse shows. I can definitely watch them. I watched a lot of The Flash and enjoyed it just because I, I love the team here and I want to support them. And I also love all the characters and I want to be a fan just like everyone else. Um, but genuinely, we're trying to do something so different that if I were to try to infuse some of the other stuff, it would, I don't know how helpful it would have been. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's like, I'm jealous. I wish I was you. <laughs> the you, it's awesome just for you. So playing Jordan, I mean, we've seen like, like how would you, first of all, how do you, how would you describe him to somebody and like, and how do you prepare to play a role like this? Uh, I, I, Jordan, I think is a person in which, uh, he has a lot of his own inner turmoil because he was left alone for most of his childhood. So it allowed him to grow not bitter, but eccentric at least, uh, you know, for the first 14 years of his life, he barely ever saw his father. He didn't, he didn't even know why there were clearly bad excuses being thrown around. I mean, in fact, it's actually a joke in most Superman depictions. Like, oh, yes, I was at the bathroom. You know, it's there are bad excuses being thrown around. And that is their yeah. excuse for 14 years of his life, not having a father. So obviously there's resentment there. There's anger there. But now that he's moving to Smallville and he's first having friends, Sarah Cushing is this big breakthrough to him. Someone that actually understands him for the first time in his life. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden he's cool. All of a sudden he's getting accepted. He's getting all the things that he never had before. And it's kind of just falling into his lap, quite literally from outer space, somewhere up there is Krypton. So, I mean, well, not anymore. Krypton debris. The yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be an incredible transformation, to say the least, of Jordan mm. Kent in the first season. We get a little prelude of that in the first five episodes. I'm a big classical music fan. You know, you get a little prelude. And then you get the rest that really develops, you know, so it's, it's going to be good. I know like there's a couple episodes where you're like, your character fights kind of like with like a social anxiety disorder. Also like, like how do you learn to play like that part also? Well, uh, not only I drew from my own experiences, um, but I also, I talked at length. I had the luxury of COVID to be honest of, I booked this role in February of 2020. I thought I was going out at the middle of March. In fact, I remember the date very clearly was March 20th. I was going to start shooting this show and instead the world ended and I was back home and I got plenty of time to really dive deeply into that. I think one of the things though that I really wanted to make sure was happening is that it was just a color and not the entire hue of the painting. It was really important to me that it's just it's someone who's dealing with social anxiety and he's not defined by social anxiety. He has his own beautiful will force that I think is explored as the show progresses, as he progresses. Like I was saying before, I think of pure change in character. I think Jordan definitely takes the cake. Um, not that Jonathan also doesn't change, but I think there's just such a significant shift in who Jordan is uh throughout the first season and i really wanted to make sure that first of all him getting powers doesn't mean anxiety goes away that's obviously not true i wanted to make sure that people who have social anxiety disorder could not only identify but hopefully say well you know that guy's doing it so can i uh, that was always helpful to me uh, uh when i was a kid and watching stuff that guy's doing it so can i it you know it, it's th that basic stuff that i think really 
um, hopefully people will connect with. Now, the character is 14 on the show, correct? 15 around there. He's 14, yeah. Okay, so like, yeah. how do you, did you find that easy playing a 14-year-old going back? Like, because you're 17 now, so like yeah. three years, you know, how did you try to roll back into that? Well, uh, the thing is, is that I booked this role when I just turned 16. So, so you were very that far. plausible. Yeah, it was very plausible that Jordan and I would be in the same school year uh, when I first started diving into this character. So it was actually kind of awesome to very clearly remember what it's like to be 14. I think one of the cooler things in this show, especially, is that these 14 year olds are written with maturity. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes we have depictions of teenagers and they're used as an excuse to have drama. Uh, and yes, teenagers love drama and teenagers easily overreact to things as I do quite often to my poor mother. But, uh, <laughs> but no, in the end, there's love. In the end, I love my mother. In the end, Jordan loves his family and they will do anything for each other. That, that comes first, always. You have a lot of scenes with uh, your brother on the show, Jordan. How do you describe that chemistry? Because you like with all the oh, scenes it, that you do with him. So Jordan Elsass plays Jonathan Kent and right. Alex Garfin plays Jordan Kent. Jordan. It's, it's really, it, that whole thing is confusing to make it hard to talk about. But what isn't hard is getting along with him. Uh, you know, him and I, we literally spend around eight hours together every single day, uh, not on set when we're not being called. Uh, you know, we're best, best friends out here. Uh, it, it's so great to have natural chemistry and then take it to the screen and shift it and kind of mold it into brotherly chemistry. Not because I do believe that Jordan is very much like Jonathan. He's, he's easygoing. He's naturally just extremely charming. Uh, and I don't think I'm necessarily exactly like Jordan Kent. Uh, so it's interesting to see how that dynamic in real life, which I believe yeah. is completely different, goes into the show, which is another completely di different dynamic. But there's two equal chemistries there, which is just awesome. Mm. Yeah, like I said, you have a lot, like a lot of scenes with them. You know, you had the first episode where you kind of got an idea. You had powers, and then you got all those football scenes throughout the. It's like, how, how do you even describe that? I know that it's so much fun, man. You're just <laughs> running around. I mean, some of those football scenes got to be a little brutal. It was uh, freezing rain in episode four, and it was the night before we all left to go back home. And it was such pouring rain that we the cleats would go into the ground and then oh, wow. we couldn't get them out because the mud would be so deep. And uh, we were going all night, and it was just shivering rain and just. It was, it was so ridiculous that it got to be fun because uh, all the dudes, Jordan and I, we started battening down the hatches. It was when the sea shanties were still a big thing. We were all singing <laughs> sea shanties and the tent was being blown over and we were all down, hold down against the fierce winds. It, so it got to be just ridiculous. We were playing around like we're little kids. I mean, I guess that's why actors are all big babies. We all play around like we're little kids. <laughs> The show gets filmed in Vancouver, so I yeah, you're mentioning rain and cold. I've had other guests on the show where they film a lot of shows in Vancouver, and he's like, yeah, it's yeah. like I, they can't wait to go back to like LA, or it's just the weather's just so much better. You know, I'm from New York, so I'm used to cold, but I'm not used to just depression weather. You know, the, here, 
the clouds get so thick that you don't really you can't really tell if it's day or night uh it gets so dark here so and you know if if you ever uh like are in a dark room you realize things are in black and white because uh, I think you're using the rods instead of the cones. I think that's what it is. Uh, either way. Um, so the whole city just turns into black and white very quickly. Uh, it, it just kind of, it, get, it gets a little bit ridiculous. But, you know, I love my job. I love being here because I mm. love my job. As long as I'm acting, I'll be a happy person. And that's, and that's what matters the most. If you got to love what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I can sense that you love what you do. It's why you have that energy right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it, 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 this is not even my job. I do this on the side because I love it so much. <laughs> so, so it got to be. So filming in Vancouver, tell us a little bit about how like with the whole quarantine and like pretty much filming in a bubble, like everybody calls yeah. it like, yeah. T- tell us about like a little bit about like how long you were on set or what, like, what did you do when you couldn't be near people? How did you spend your time? You know, uh, I play a lot of piano. Uh, I actually used to have a PS4 here that I don't because my brother took it. He went back home. He was with me from September to December. Uh, So, you know, the days in which I'm trapped inside because I can't really meet anyone or do very much out here because, you know, if one of us gets COVID, the whole show shuts down and we could lose an episode or like really big things like that. Uh, So I've been playing a lot of piano and I'm sitting out and out. You know, I, 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 I bide my time. <laughs> what else do you enjoy doing? You said you mentioned you play the piano. Like, what else do you enjoy doing? And you I, I love riding? taking long bike rides. Uh, I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I sit around. Uh, <laughs> I, I watch TV. I'm rewatching Arrested Development right now. Uh, I mean, mainly I'm just palling around with Jordan. We're just kind of. He has a car. I can't drive yet uh, out here uh, until I'm 18. I can't drive in New York City. So we didn't get my license before I came here. And now I'm a U.S. citizen here. It's pretty complicated. But uh, so I'm driving around with Jordan a lot. He has his awesome gold sports car. He has, you know, he has the flash mobile. Uh, <laughs> we, sometimes, we sometimes call it the compensation machine on set. <laughs> when, when do you think you're going back to are you done filming yet the rest of the season I, or what yeah yeah uh so right now we're on episode 12 of 15 okay. um you know I, i'm doing this also while um going to school in new york online yeah. also i guess that answers also what else i do in my free time while i was uh, in shooting the pilot to around episode four or five yeah. even i they actually, my school took the entire year and tried to truncate it into half a year because of COVID. I mm. don't know who decided that one, but you know, it's the public school system. So, but um, I was taking AP Calc and AP Japanese. Oh, I don't man. know why I decided to do that to myself, <laughs> but uh, you know, did the you survive? Were actually, awesome. I I, I barely did. Yeah. I'm dead inside, so I mean, that's close enough. Uh, at least, at least, at least, something's still going on the outside. But, <laughs> but uh, I was really, um, yeah, I, I was powering through on that stuff. I, w- I used to wake up at uh, 5.30 in the morning every morning because wow. it was a three-hour shift between here and New York. So uh, 5.30 in the morning every morning, 8.30 over there. And I used to wake up. I used to take a calc test. Uh, then I would get in a car, drive on down to the Kent farm, 
and then you know do all the scenes but then when they're setting up for a new scene i didn't even have time to really concentrate on getting like doing all that and because i would go straight to the school tent i'd be doing all sorts of school i'd be going back into class and i'd be coming back out and doing a scene uh you know it, it was so busy that when that ended uh and now i'm in easier classes there was just a lot of i'm still in the mode of like just okay so like relaxed i'm not bored yet you know um but yeah it was definitely an interesting challenge and i think everything after that will be easy (laughs) and you got a few more weeks till school ends like uh, what's your plan for the summer back to work is that what the hopefully i mean uh you know i i hope a job will line up if not i mean it's the covid world so you can never be too certain if a job will line up or not uh if not i really look forward to going back home uh you know, awesome. part of being up here is being away from your family. I really, uh, I miss my dad. I miss my brother. Uh, I miss my friends. I just, I miss, you know, I miss my loved ones. I mean, I mean, now that we're later in the pandemic, it's not like a rush to get home because it's not like leaving them back in New York could possibly yeah. be very dangerous. Uh, that, that was definitely a theme of those first couple months of me being here of really being kind of paranoid about that. But, you know, and now I just want to go back home and just have a good time and, uh, you, you know, chill around and ride my bike and, you know, be a kid. New York again, eat a good hamburger. They don't have good hamburgers here. I'm what's sorry, the- Vancouver. I love you. Make a good hamburger and I'll love you more. Uh, what's the best uh, food out there that you're enjoying? Oh, the sushi. The sushi. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, I mean, they, they, we're right by the river and we got a big um, Japanese population here. So uh, it's pretty great. I mean, I actually went to Japan for a month and a half i learned japanese while i was oh, telling, wow. telling you before ap japanese yeah um uh and i was around just palling around in japan for a while and i have to say the sushi here is the best i've had since i was there so that's awesome hey, one quick thing as a young actor what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody at a young age that they want to get into acting um, I mean, at least for me and the amount of success that I have right now, which is just, you know, I'm, I'm on a TV show, but I, I can't claim the world, but I would, uh, I would probably say treat everyone and believe everyone is your equal. It's not about just, you will treat everyone as your equal if you believe it yourself, mm. because then when you hear rejection, you won't think it's because you're less than anyone else. And when you hear that, yes, you don't go in thinking that I was better than everyone else. You go in thinking I'm about to work with other equals. I have to work with these people. So, you know, I was telling you the, the stories about when I was going in for these auditions. I, you know, I was reading for Jonathan. Uh, you know, that was one of the big shifts in that one year that I booked everything I went out on in the beginning that yeah. I just really started believing that I was equal to everyone else. You know, I was going out for Jonathan and I just said, I'm sorry you know, we both know what's going on here. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to bullcrap each other. You know, let's just, let's talk as equals. Let's work together. Let's, let's do this. Let's, let's make something happen. It's a great piece of advice. Uh, Lastly, Alex, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at at Alex Garfin. I'm on Twitter as well, but I can't say I'm really on there as much and Facebook as well. And I, you know, same thing. But, you know, I'm constantly doing 
Instagram lives when I ran out of people to annoy back in New York so I can I annoy the general audience. <laughs> oh yeah. Two in the, two in the morning, three in the morning, all of a sudden just get it. I get no sleep. I get no sleep. Yeah. So that's pretty much a, that's, that's pretty much what's going on. Alex, thank you for coming on. This was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is awesome. This was absolutely awesome. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Back to work? Is that what the hopefully? I mean, is? I, I, uh, you know, I I hope a job will line up. If not, I mean, it's the COVID world, so you can never be too certain if a job will line up or not. Yeah. Uh, if not, I really look forward to going back home. Uh, you know, awesome. part of being up here is being away from your family. I really uh, I miss my dad. I miss my brother. Uh, I miss my friends. I just I miss you know, I miss my loved ones. I mean I mean. Now that we're later in the pandemic, it's not like a rush to get home because it's not like leaving them back in New York could possibly yeah. be very dangerous. Uh, that, that was definitely a theme of those first couple months of me being here, of really being kind of paranoid about that. Mm -hmm. But you know, and now I just want to go back home and just have a good time and uh, you, you know chill around and ride my bike and you know be a kid. New York again, eat a good <laughs> hamburger. They don't have good hamburgers here. I'm what's sorry, the, Vancouver. I love you. Make a good hamburger and I'll love you more. Uh, what's the best uh, food out there that you enjoy? Oh, the sushi. The sushi, yeah. easy. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they we're right by the river, and we got a big um, Japanese population here, so uh, it's pretty great. I mean, I actually went to Japan for a month and a half. I learned Japanese while I was oh, wow. telling you before AP Japanese. Yeah. Um, uh, and I was around just palling around in Japan for a while, and I have to say, the sushi here is the best I've had since I was there. So that's awesome. Hey, one quick thing as a young actor, what's one piece of advice you would give to somebody at a young age that they want to get into acting? Um, I mean, at least for me and the amount of success that I have right now, which is just, you know, I'm, I'm on a TV show, but I, I can't claim the world, but I would, uh, I would probably say treat everyone and believe everyone is your equal. It's not about just you will treat everyone as your equal if you believe it yourself, mm. because then when you hear rejection, you won't think it's because you're less than anyone else. And when you hear that, yes, you don't go in thinking that I was better than everyone else. You go in thinking I'm about to work with other equals. I have to work with these people. So, you know, I was telling you the, the stories about when I was going in for these auditions. I, you know, I was reading for Jonathan. Uh, you know, that was one of the big shifts in that one year that I booked everything I went out on in the beginning of that yeah. I just really started believing that I was equal to everyone else. You know, I was going out for Jonathan and I just said, I'm sorry. You know, we both know what's going on here. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to bullcrap each other. You know, let's yeah. just, let's talk as equals. Let's work together. Let's, let's do this. Let's, let's make something happen. It's a great piece of advice. Uh, lastly, Alex, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at, at Alex Garfin. I'm on Twitter as well, but I can't say I'm really on there as much and Facebook as well. And I, you know, same thing, but you know, I'm constantly doing Instagram lives when I run out of people to annoy back in New York. So I can I've annoy them. the general audience. <laughs> oh yeah. Two in the, two in the morning, three in the morning, all of a sudden just get I get no sleep. I get no sleep. Yeah. So that's pretty much a, that's, that's pretty much what's going on. Alex, thank you for coming on. This was great. <laughs> All right, yeah, this is awesome. This was absolutely awesome. Well, yeah, this went great. I'll make a few little edits and I'm going to, I'm probably going to try to release this by tomorrow evening and uh, I'll tag you on social media really quick while I have you on. I always have my uh, guests introduce themselves. So if you want to say something like, Hey, this is Alex Garfin from CW's uh, Superman Lois. And I was just sitting here in the cave with Elias and, uh, you know, enjoy the interview. However you want to say it, it's up to you. Sounds great. So, yeah. Yeah, when you're ready, go for it. Yeah. Uh, yo, this is. Oh, you froze. Oh, last year. Nope, I lost. It. Oh, there you go. You're oh, back. I, I, I think, I think you lost me. Was I, was I cutting in and out the whole time? Oh. Yeah, the idea. It was all gray, but you're back now. If you want to go for it real quick before we hang up. Well, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I, you cut out. So. Uh, oh, can you hear me now? What's, what's going on? With you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, let me try. To, right. uh, we yeah, have two go, Wi-Fi's. Yeah. Let me try to go to the other one. Yeah. Um. I, what, was I cutting in and out the whole interview? No, you're fine with the whole interview, except for this part right here about the intro. Beautiful. Beautiful. So if wanna, okay. <laughs> if you want to try it one more time, that's, go that's, for it. All right. Uh, um, 
Yo, I am Alex Garfin. We are here. I'm in the man cave with Elliot. We're talking everything from bad cave humor about what? Uh, oh my God, I just said Ellie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I'm so sorry, Elias. No worries. I, 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 there's another person who looks very similar who's Elliot. And I just, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. Let's try that for a third time. All right, here we go. Yo, I am Alex Garfin. I am here with Elias in the man cave. We have plenty of bad cave-related humor coming up, talking about how moist it is in here. Uh, you know, I don't want to trip over any stalagmites. You know, all that kind of stuff. And also Superman and Lois. So uh, keep watching. It's going to be great. And let's do this thing. Perfect. And I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll tag, I'll tag you on uh, Instagram and everything, and uh, you can share the episode as well. No, uh, 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 all right all right yeah like i said I'll, I'll make a few edits and i'll tag you so you can share it as well and i'll email you with Sounds links good. and everything also have a great Sounds day awesome all yeah, right thank you for yeah. coming on